I mean, that's always the thing with ballet. Is it sport? Is it art? It's kind of, it's difficult because it's an art form and artist. But at the same time, nowadays also, it's so physical what we have to do. The styles mm. that we have to do has to be higher, more jump, more turns. So it's also very different from so many years ago. Um, and yeah, we forget because we're kind of in this routine and you, you should have a plan and you should have some support. In this episode, I'm talking to ballet dancer Nina Tenoli. Hello, Nina. Hello. How are you? I'm good. That's great. It's so lovely to see you here on Zoom. Yes, it's been a while. Wow. Yeah, I know. So how are things uh, for you? You're in Amsterdam at the moment. Yes. Yes, yeah. I'm in Amsterdam. Everything is, I mean, now everything is great. So we're back to normal scheduling, a bit more like we have full audience again, which is really lovely. Yeah. Um, we just put on a, a full ballet again, a full production again, which is actually has been, I think, almost well more than a year, I think, since we had that. So, mm. yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's good. Finally, it's a little bit more normal schedule. So I'm happy yeah. about that. And now for you coming back, uh, can you, do you feel now already, you know, back into shape and, and your, you know, all the physically, do you feel, um, you know, up to standard again? Yeah, I think it's always hard to say about yourself as a dancer, but I think, um, I think, yeah, I think we're getting there. I, it's sometimes really hard to see the difference because it's so slight, you know, it goes like very gradually. You kind of build up your body again and you're never quite sure if you are we back to that peak again or are we all kind of on the same level, like like in good shape enough. Um, but I think we, we, don't, we all did pretty well here. Like somehow I think the reviews said, people said we look in shape. It doesn't really look like we had covid problems let's say yeah. uh, so i think we didn't manage we didn't have many months in the kitchen doing ballet class which was great we had a lot of opportunity to just stay in the studios so actually the difference wasn't so wasn't so big apart from sometimes that you had moments of peak and then we couldn't open the theater because of the audience couldn't come in and then you kind of had a drop again so it's kind of mentally a little bit difficult the the non-consistency of um, yeah, just keeping up your training, you, you, you do your rehearsals and then you don't have your show, which is kind of like the goal in the end. And then a lot of times that was kind of taken away last minute, which I think that was the hardest for everyone. Um, but yes, physically it was also a challenge, of course. We didn't have, sometimes suddenly we had three weeks to put on a program and then you're like, okay, let's go. Yeah. So it was a bit intense course uh, but they've been smart about it because they do try to make a program that's a bit lighter or a shorter program so maybe only an hour so we would kind of have a little build up before we had for example now we had Raimonda which is back to classical which is a bit more uh, full-length ballet again and somehow they try to kind of work their way to that so that we didn't have nothing and then suddenly it's react ballet <laughs> oh yeah so they were kind of smart about that yeah and I spoke to um, dancers also over the lockdown period. And what uh, somebody said that, that I really didn't realize is that it's the performance 
part of it is where you really push yourself, you know, and in the studio you push, but in the when you're there on the stage and the adrenaline, and that of course you haven't had for a long time, you know, because there were no not many performances. Yes, no, for sure. That's I think that's kind of what's I mean, what we are all about, you know, in the end, yeah. we are artists, we want to get on stage, get a emotion towards the audience get applause you know it's all part of the whole uh thing so yeah that was very difficult i think that's mentally was the most tricky that one because you kind of have like no purpose almost you feel like okay we are doing our exercises we are perfecting everything and our end goal is never there it just never comes or it's delayed or it's kind of like on hold um so yeah you almost forget you get a bit shy to go back on stage it's a very strange feeling almost a bit foreign um mm. but it's that's why it was so nice to be like oh wow there's the sound of the audience before the show and kind of the whole ambience it's so different so yeah mm. it's it, it's what makes us us you know as an artist of course yeah. Yeah. but now nina tell me how did you start with ballet what was initially the the thing that that um, inspired you to do ballet? Um, how, it was quite natural somehow. I, I always danced as a small child, kind of in front of the TV when there was music or always wanted to copy dancers whenever I saw it. So it was kind of very natural to me. I was always a very active child. Um, and then I think I was nine or ten. I started in a local ballet school just as a hobby, like two hours in the week. And I really enjoyed it. I always loved it. Uh, and then I tried to audition for the Royal Ballet School in Antwerp, which is basically, I think, the only classical um, school that we have for ballet. Um, and I was like, oh, I want to go there. <laughs> and then my mom was like, oh, no, but you have to audition. It's not just <laughs> go and, yeah. and join. So I was very, like, very innocent, very unaware of everything. Um, but somehow I got in. I guess it was mostly because of maybe the abilities that I had and kind of the joy. Uh, it was a, a good start, a good enough start for them. Um, and then I did four years there in Antwerp. And then so I joined the Royal to, Ballet School. Did you have yeah. to leave home when you went there? Um, yes, I did because I lived in Ghent and this was in Antwerp and it's about I mean, if you go with the car, like at least one hour, one hour and a half mm -hmm. every day. So somehow I stayed uh, at a boarding school during the week and in the weekend I did come home. Yeah, mm -hmm. but uh, it was OK. I mean, it was a bit scary, maybe at 12. <laughs> yeah, but um, somehow I had my 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 colleagues and everyone. I don't know. It was a nice, um, a nice atmosphere always. So it was yeah. somehow OK. Yeah. And then you went off to the Royal Ballet School. This is where I saw yeah. you the first time, yeah. And how was <laughs> exactly. that? How was that transition <laughs> for you? That was a bigger transition, of course. This was yeah. a, another country in English, which wasn't, um, yeah, which I actually didn't have yet as a subject in uh, in Belgium. So that was also a big change. Um, but again, it was just. Um, uh, such a great opportunity because I got a scholarship. It's a very prestigious school. There's always very international, very good students from everywhere in the world. So I was like, okay, if I want to proceed to really become a dancer as my profession, it was it was just the obvious choice. Like it was just not even a question because I think 
in the end, you do need an amount of hours of dancing, I believe, or at least classes dancing. And in Belgium, they just didn't have as many hours in a day. It was more with um, more mixed somehow with academics. So yeah, I think if I really want to go for it and be professional, it was somehow the right step <laughs> to go there. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And then from there, what was the first step after you? Um, because now, then after you finished, you all, of course you have to go and audition. Uh, was there specific yeah. places that you were interested in? Um, it was kind of a little bit spread out because also I was always curious in different companies. Um, also, like it depends a little bit maybe on the repertoire or on the dancer mm -hmm. that I know about. Um, I wasn't so that it had to be in in England even I could I could easily go away for that uh, of course when you're in the school you you are always like kind of like oh London Royal Ballet School they kind of you know guide you in that direction so it, it's always a, a competition almost yeah you have to say it in a way but I was happy that also our last teacher Mr. Now she was very telling us like, hey, you know, it's not the only company in the world, there's plenty others and, you know, everyone has their different style and, and, and different fits, which is so true because maybe if we all went to Royal, maybe not everyone would have the same opportunities as in another company. So it was a bit of um, gut feeling also, a bit like how is the director, um, how are they willing to work with me, do I like the rap? So it's a lot of things. And I think once you're there and you have a good feeling, it just just follow your gut a little bit also in the end. But now, um, since, uh, and, and you've been, first you you were here at the Wiener Staatsballet, and now you're in, in um, with the Dutch National Ballet. Yes. Yeah. And now, um, if you look at, if you look at everything now in the ballet world, it, what would you say? What what would be the positives and negatives for you since you since you finished your training and until now? Oh, a lot of things. Oh, really? <laughs> I think I, I don't know. I think it's a lot of um, negatives and positives, like yeah. in every job, I would say. Um, also, we always think as dentists, oh, we're gonna move to a different company. It will be maybe better or different, but in the end, everyone has their weight, everyone has their problems, everyone has kind of the same, it's it's uh, it's very much a routine in the end. It is always, you know, you do your rap, you rehearse, you perform, and it kind of continues on. Um, but what is the exciting part for me is where, where I live also, so somehow the yeah. surrounding where you are, I find that also very important because it's it's, it's good to concentrate on your ballet life but it's also nice to be open to other things to be able to do some more cultural things or just get some inspiration from outside and maybe sometimes if you stay in one place it's, it's a bit more difficult i don't know i yeah, for me it's always nice to 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 have a look around just to be curious and browse and yeah. that's also an important part of moving sometimes um and of course a rep i think uh, maybe after seven years, we kind of went back to the same rep or you kind of understand now the system and you maybe think, okay, do I, I can keep doing this or I can be curious and maybe say, hey, maybe I like this rep. I would like to try it there. Mm -hmm. And then you have to take a gamble also because <laughs> it yeah. might seem, um, 
I don't know. It's always like you think, oh, it might be better there because it's going to be different. Um, but you always have to fight a little bit again and prove yourself as a dancer because it's objective still and people are very, um, yeah, they're always judging a little bit. It's normal. They want to yeah. see, hey, what did we get in here? And you have to kind of um, get to your spots a little bit, like earn your spots a little bit and see like, hey, where do you fit in as a dancer? Um, but yeah, it's also fun because it's um, it's all new. So that's mm. also exciting in a way. And you I also like it. Mm. And you're challenged, exactly. You kind of have to keep growing. You cannot, um, yeah. you don't really get uh, stay put in one spot. Yeah. Mm. Well, I spoke to um, uh, Yara Kolom. Uh, uh, she used to be also at the Royal Ballet School and she, uh, well, first a White Lodge and then English National. And she, uh, actually stopped dancing and when I asked her what would her advice be for a young dancer she actually said that she thinks dancers should have also a life outside ballet and they should also have um, not just this world you know not just live in this bubble and do you agree with that? Yeah I think absolutely but it's, it is very difficult um, because in the first years I was also you just like completely absorbed by it um yeah. you follow your school you're like so focused you want to make a career you think it's 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 fast of course it's not forever dancing um but yeah you forget because you are so focused on it that um then sometimes like uh, when i had an injury or now in corona you kind of take a step back you kind of take everything yeah. from an outside perspective and then it's it's eye-opening. You think like, oh, what else, what else can I do? What what yeah. what am I interested in? Like, what what inspires me? You kind of have to refine kind of the joy a little bit sometimes of dancing, and that can be through watching something else, another performance, another go to a museum, or just have a walk in the streets. I don't know. Just um, having your own live experiences can also always help things for performing or acting or yeah, yeah, just. Uh, make you a bit more all round, maybe in the end. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I, I, I understand her point, but it is difficult because you you don't want to not spend enough time, let's say, perfecting and technique wise. Yeah. So it's always a hard balance. Yeah. Yeah. But now in in uh, the ballet world, compared to say the opera world or or uh, with musicians, you know, they can go. For example, they can be freelance musicians or freelance opera singers. But in ballet, it's very difficult uh, to be a freelancer. How do you think uh, in this company setting, you can still have some sort of control over what you do? Or do you think it's really Ooh. dependent on the director? <laughs> yeah, I think it's very dependent on the director. And they managed to really pack everything <laughs> very <laughs> full um so you almost have no energy for anything else <laughs> um yeah it's very difficult unfortunately i feel like also still it's always opera first sometimes and then ballet in some opera houses and then the scheduling is very much like hey you get the rest ballet <laughs> deal with it yeah. so sometimes your your schedule is very unregular and whenever you have some free time you do want to the rest for your body so it's um i'm always admiring how many dancers can do galas at the same time because 
it is good and it is important for you maybe your image or maybe money wise can also be very nice to have extra but yeah it's it's a fine line because you overdo it and then you might get injured or you just overwork and it's also not very healthy mm-hmm. so yeah there's little uh, for ballet dancers if you are you can be a freelance dancer then then you're really not attached to a ballet company um which is also very difficult because for them it's also really dependent on connections and maybe yeah you do jobs that maybe you don't really want to do but you have to do them anyway so yeah there's not a it's not an easy balance maybe mm-hmm. as a artist principle maybe if you freelance as a principal easier maybe people are a bit more prone to take you for some productions so maybe then but then you already have to be in the top 10 let's say and then have that ability yeah Mm -hmm. so yeah it's not easy it's true it's very um there's very little room unfortunately yeah for that but now also um, things have changed a lot also um, in, in uh, sports science and uh, in that sort of thing. And, and it's almost as if in, in ballet, um, there's not enough uh, that I think companies do for the dancers. For example, uh, you know, that if, you, if you're an athlete, you know, you get the top, to, you you get to deal with the top, uh, say, uh, sports scientists or uh, a physiotherapist, and it's almost as if dancers are a bit more uh, left to their own devices to f- figure that out, and and physiotherapy and so on. That you have to, if you have an injury, you have to really go and look for it, and and sometimes pay for for rehabilitation as well. Do you think that is something that? Um, is important that that companies should start looking at now yes no for sure i mean that's always a thing with ballet is it sports is it art it's kind of it's difficult because it's an art form and artists but at the same time nowadays also it's so physical what we have to do the styles that we have to do has to be higher more jump more turns so it's also very different from so many years ago um and yeah, we forget because we're kind of in this routine and you're, you you should have a plan and you should have some support. And we do have, in Dutch National Ballet, we do have physio and we have a gym room. So they're trying their best, of course. Um, yeah. uh, but it's not, no, it's not like a football team or the luxury yeah. of, um, yeah. you know, really personal follow-up, which is also very nice and would be would be very nice. And um yeah, and it's always a little bit difficult because as a dancer, you also feel ashamed to say, oh, I'm not feeling well, or you always want to, you think, oh, it's my chance, I cannot miss it, I should just, you know, go through the pain and we'll go over or I will deal with it later. So it's not very good uh, in admitting like, hey, yeah. actually, I'm, I'm not so well, let's, and I learned that now, now that I'm older, I have learned to be like, okay, something is coming up. Let's deal with it now. Be smart about it. And then dance for longer. Because, of course, mm-hmm. you have to just be tough. And also with maybe ballet master saying, oh, we have no one else. You're the only dancer left. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I just... Yeah you, need, yeah. yeah, you need to like, yeah, stuck, yeah, you don't have that support in a way. Yeah. They do. They will try to push you to still do it because they're in this situation again of, oh, we have no one. 
Yeah. So, um, of course, yeah, it's a very strange world and it's, it's tricky to balance it out. Also, yeah. even if you want to prevent, sometimes you're too exhausted from all your dancing. You don't want to do another gym session or another physiotherapy session, which is a shame because it can help you. It's just that because it's not very planned out or not kind of in our schedule. Um, it's a bit on the side, like you said. There's a facility, but it's up to you to decide when to stop. Okay, I'm going to take it easy today. I'm just going to do that. And sometimes you just need another person to tell everyone else and not the dancer because the dancer is kind of the bigger yeah. one, let's say. Um, so yeah, there's a. I think it's coming. It's getting there. It's getting better, but there's still a big gap. <laughs> Yeah, between uh, actual athletes and us, yeah, of course. Yeah. And and I wonder also if it wouldn't be good if schools um, start there with the training, making dancers aware of these things, so that when they go to a company, that they already can uh, do the self maintenance. You know, like they mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. they understand mm -hmm. when to say no or when to stop and not to to push through. So. Uh, maybe that yeah. should also start at a younger age already. Of course, we like sponges when we're younger, so I think that's exactly. time to just implant implant it in there. Just that's that's just the number one thing. I I do believe in royal in the royal ballet school. They have they've done they're doing quite well. If I heard about, they are very good in their um, separate. Um, they almost have also individual with students. Like, hey, you can only do this. No jumps today for you, no turns for you. Like they're very specific, oh, okay. apparently. Hmm. So they are getting there. Um, but it's, it is, of course, tricky because sometimes you have a, a limit, a time limit of rehearsal time. And then yeah. if one dancer is off and then the other one is and say, like, oh, I'm not doing this and I'm not doing that. Yeah. It gets very complicated. And yeah. then masters are like, oh, okay, you cannot do that. And you cannot do that. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, it's hard communication. Um, but of course, it's better to say, and we do say, but sometimes they're like, oh, okay, what's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's um hard. It's such a hard balance for us because we still have to do the job. It's still going to stay hard and still might get injured, of course. It's not very natural ballet. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but it's true that we should, we should be able to be open about then, you know. I think yeah. I did learn that when I got older. That's would have been better if I was younger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, on that yeah. note, I want to ask you what what advice would you give to a young dancer now who starts uh, her career in in dancing? Uh, don't don't <laughs> <laughs> It's too much trouble. No, I'm joking. Uh, no, uh, oh, it's so <laughs> I find it so difficult because it's again a, a good balance thing. Um, yeah. For sure. Um, because I remember as, as a young dancer I would always um, when choreographers come or when you learn choreography I would always repeat it like 10 times over and over without really thinking first I find now I'm I'm a bit I observe first I kind of so try to get a style or the step and then slowly kind of build and then try it a few times so it's for me it I kind of for me it worked better somehow now that I'm more observative so kind of first observe and try a few times, but don't don't just go straight for it, full energy and, and try a million times because first of all, you'll just overdo it. You will maybe tire your body. 
maybe you're not catching what actually has been said from the first time. So it, it's a little bit of the patience thing that you do learn usually when you get older and when you're young, you just want to go, go, go. Um, just take a step back, observe, and then take it. And then, of course, go for it when it has to be. But um, yeah, be smart a little bit about when when you're going to show off, when you're going to go full force. Um, yeah, I think pacing is also very important to learn that somehow when you have a long ballet for example like try to pace yourself like you don't have to go everything full full you can also manage with a, a proper way but somehow get some highlights or like yeah just um more observative maybe of of some dances you are inspired by maybe take some good things that you like um but try not to also compare too much because that's also a thing that a lot of dancers do maybe they're like insecure oh she does it better but just think, hey, I have my style. I do it the way I do it. Um, but take maybe, oh, I do like what she does there. So maybe try that. Try what works for you. And uh, yeah, try to enjoy when you're on stage because it can always <laughs> go away quickly, unfortunately, like in a situation yeah. like this. So when you're on stage, also, you know, let go a little bit because we work so much on technique uh, in the studio and you perfect everything that we sometimes forget to just enjoy that. It's very simple. Um, try to be in the moment a little bit and and uh, don't hold back when uh, when you're on stage, basically. Yeah. yeah, because it is quite competitive and that's why you say, uh, you know, when you say, okay, step back a bit, I think this is this competitiveness for that almost drives you to oh i have to do it or i hope you know yeah yeah yes that's uh, and i understand that because you do have to show yourself but people yeah. see you don't worry you know like it's not because you push your way it's not always the right way i understand that it works for some people but people notice you and if you work smart and consistent and um yeah just shine when it's your moment that's also fine yeah and it's 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 hard because you always been taught in school also you compete against the best so you always have to like show yourself and yeah. be confident of course in your own way but just um don't don't worry don't try to compare don't be like oh she's more like oh so out there but maybe it will come for you in another time some people need a bit more time to grow also i feel yeah. as a dancer they take a bit longer to really unfold their fully self and some people are a bit more they're earlier ready there may be a bit more um, their abilities or somehow they're quicker there already at um, a better technique level or whatever. But I feel in, everyone has their own path. Like sometimes it's a bit longer. Yeah. Um, and that's also okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You know, and that's very wise to, to look at it that way because it does seem to be that, that, uh, um, promotions also, you know, sometimes when a young dancer gets promoted, then the older dancers also, you know, they they there's this almost this envious uh, envy uh, of that, yeah. and and it is true that you say, you know, that everybody has their time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, of course, it's it's also it never seems fair. I mean, in ballet world, but also in other jobs. It's always, oh, yeah. why is that person, you know, going faster than me? And it's, uh, yeah. and I, I, I used to really take it like really personal, but in the end, oh, you cannot because it's so objective. It's really about that particular director or person has a different 
space perhaps or it's just not your time yet or you didn't have your your little role that you shined in yet yeah it's it's, yeah. it's so many things more things than one moment um but yeah it's mentally not so diff- it's it is difficult valley it's it's very competitive and um there's not always a an easy reason to say why because maybe on paper you'd be like oh but you wrote that wrong or you know it's very facts but in valley mm-hmm. it's yeah what is it artistry yeah. is it that sparkle is it the technique <laughs> Mm-hmm. um so yeah you 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 have to try not to take it too personal and that's very difficult of course yeah mm-hmm. but now nina um tell me what is your wish for the future Ooh, <laughs> that's a difficult one i think it's getting more and more open <laughs> oh really My and yes i find it even harder after corona like, what do i really want to do oh. <laughs> um <laughs> I, I feel like I do take it also a little bit uh, day by day, even more for some reason, just because we had that uh, a little bit of not wasting time, but time being on hold. So now that we are getting back, I'm trying to kind of be in the moment as well. Um, but for the rest, I just, you know, also trying to stay healthy, my body healthy, and hopefully then some fun pieces, some new cargo fish. It's always fun when you have some new rep coming up and I think next season will be a bit more normal again so I think we'll we'll get yeah. some nice rep uh, and some new faces hopefully some new choreographers coming in and I always enjoy that kind of breaks a little bit from the routine of maybe a same ballet that you've been performing and it's always exciting to try some new styles and I really love that so I hope to still dance well for at least a few more years at least yeah. um yeah. But also maybe develop an idea of, hey, maybe what do I want to stay here? Do I want to maybe, um, what am I also interested in? Maybe some hobbies. I, I I really love photography a little bit. Like I try to do it a little bit in Corona just for fun with dancers. Um, maybe Do I want to stay in that maybe? And somehow I feel like, yeah, I'm trying to look a little bit outside as well to see um, maybe some ideas or what can I do with ballet? bring it closer to people maybe do I want to to Belgium for some reason maybe more in performance um yeah just um it will stay in that genre I'm sure (laughs) I think that would be the easiest sometimes I also think oh maybe I want to study something completely different to go completely away from the ballet world um but I think it's kind of it's going to be hard because it's something that's you know you know so much about it you have a lot of knowledge so, um, but somehow maybe combine it in some um, in some way to bring it to closer to people, or yeah, for sure do something with it. I think not sure what, but um, stay in an art an artistic sense. Let's say, yeah. yeah. Well, this is what I find interesting also with with the interview that I had with Yara, where she said it was so difficult to make the switch because she didn't know anything else. You know, she just knew ballet since a young age and it was just then uh, difficult to make that transition. And, um, but yeah, I think, uh, but but I think, like you say, you know, there's so much to do connected to ballet, I think, and um, that it's, it's great to have that vision. Mm-hmm. yeah I think yeah and slowly everything is also a lot online there's just new yeah. kind of jobs coming like new kind of ways to 
to start something on your own and build slowly something um, or if interested maybe in dancers mental state like about that is also very interesting how we deal with stress um, or even also with uh, injuries body-wise physio so there's a lot of um, like kind of things around bubbles valley as well a little bit yeah. and there's always um, room for um, a kind of a little transition into that we also have um, homeschooling which is kind of where we we put a bit aside of money here and it goes to kind of a, a possibility to study something. So you, you oh, actually save money. Yeah. And then um, after five years, you get 10,000. After 10 years, you get around 30,000. So it's quite a lot of money and you can invest. You do have to, uh, to pick a course then in um, Holland, but I think you can also go internationally. And you can yeah study something. So they That's try amazing. to kind of have a, a safety net. So in yeah. between transitioning, you can um, try out, see mm -hmm. what you like. Uh, maybe you don't have to do university, but you can also do a course. You can actually really go very specific. And that helps, I think, because you kind of have a little safety net to go from yeah. <laughs> not dancing all of a sudden and then to maybe a completely different uh, job. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's great if you have that safety net, you know, that you at least know, mm -hmm. okay, if I do make that decision, then at least there's something for me to start with. Yes, of course. And, and I see a lot of dancers already um, while dancing still, that they're getting well, a bit older, of course, they're not old, yeah. but maybe they're in the end 30s. And they are doing combined studies. Of course, they do it in small packages. But a lot of them somehow, yeah, they managed to even do a course on the site and maybe that kind of makes the transition a little bit easier because you have your mind also a bit and then you're studying books again, which is also very different, yeah. I find. We yeah. use our brains so differently. We are intelligent, but somehow in a completely different way than students. <laughs> so it would be, it's nice that you can start kind of slowly in maybe small, uh, small yeah just a small package and you start with a few books a, a year or a few exams a year and then maybe that's also a possibility then it becomes not a huge thing all of a sudden yeah um yeah so it's it's nice and i feel like there's so many courses out there there must be something yeah. <laughs> we like and we enjoy and we maybe we start to get oh maybe i do like this and then you go a little bit more in that direction maybe yeah yeah, and maybe one thing can lead to another, you know, it doesn't have to be the first course that, that is no. the thing, it can lead to something else. Yeah, For that, sure. I think, yeah, I think, and it's also, it's also this way then of opening up other worlds, you know, and looking at other things that, that, um, that's also great. Exactly. It's yeah. so, um, yeah, it's, it's easy access now online. It's, it's, exactly. it's very, and even open universities, like they do, mm -hmm. I think they do try because maybe they have a lot of international students as well, or people who are also from artistic background, they want to do completely something else. Yeah. They could, like we even had a, a dancer here that became a pilot. <laughs> really? So a, yeah, completely something different. <laughs> Yeah, and it's it's amazing that this is possible, you know, that this is actually, yeah, yeah it's nothing, nothing is too crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, anything yeah. is, it's, yeah, if you really put your mind to it, I guess, uh, yeah. 
Yeah. You can well, if you, have, yeah. if you have the discipline of being a dancer, then of course you have the discipline to do anything else, I think. That's yeah, I think that that's that's a bonus from the dancers that, that yeah. we we do want to like go for it then. It's like <laughs> a, a one-way street to our goal. So yeah, <laughs> that helps for sure. Yeah. But now Nina, just one more thing. Mm -hmm. um, can you do a shout out? Or one of a, a, a coffee shop that you visit regularly or a restaurant in your area that you um, enjoy going to? Do you have a oh, favorite oh place God. to go? <laughs> oh, I go to so many. It's horrible. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I do like uh, there's a, a place around the corner, Criterium. And it's uh, it's actually a cinema, but it's kind of a, a cafe as well. So it's kind of more alternative um, cinema, oh, okay. and it's really cute. It's it's nice because you can take your coffee in the during oh. the movie. Even it's yeah, it's very strange, but somehow it's it's something that a lot of people do here, and it's yeah. it's more like cozy. It's very cozy. It's more yeah. intimate, and it's a really nice place. It's very relaxed and. It's, okay. it's you can just unwind and have a coffee so it's a good place <laughs> it sounds amazing okay yeah <laughs> i will i will put their i will put their link in the description sure yes yeah Thank okay yeah <laughs> but nina it was now so lovely to talk to you and um uh, when Thank you come you. to vienna again uh, let me know and then maybe we can grab a coffee it would be nice to yes of yeah. course yes yeah. yes no i have to go well, i went back but way too short so i couldn't see any like not many people but yeah. i really want to come back for a few days and say hi to everyone and then for yeah. sure we'll have coffee. no problem okay <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but then okay. have a lovely evening and thank you so much for your time and all your insights. It was oh. wonderful to talk to you. Of course, thank you for okay. having me. <laughs> it was no, really it's fun. a pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> okay, then I hope to see you soon. Yes, bye-bye. Bye. bye. <laughs> bye.